Roger. No, no. Dad, Dad, can you start? start that out. Chapter 11, The Search. Oh, guys, do you remember what they're searching for? What am I about to <laughs> Do you remember what they're searching for? Do you remember how Keith was sick? No. He was. The boy was sick. Yes, and I do. Yes, I do. What, what was Ralph about to search for? Um, a tablet thing yeah, that little. can find medicine. A little, a pill, a certain pill. Yeah. I have to go into the hotel. Ralph informed his relatives. I've got to help the boy. Oh no, not out in the hotel! Cried Ralph's mother. Not while the housekeeper is looking for mice. If you're seen, we'll all be in danger. I'll be back before dawn," said Ralph, staunchly. "I must go. Don't try to stop me." See, see here, my boy. Aren't you being a bit dramatic? Asked Uncle Lester. Whatever do you have to go into the hotel for? To pilfer a pill, said Ralph. An aspirin tablet. His answer was dramatic enough, even for Uncle Lester. His entire family stared at him in disbelief. Not an aspirin. Not after his own father had been poisoned by one of the dread tablets. An aspirin? Ralph, Ralph's mother gasped. No, Ralph, not that. Anything but that. It is the only way, Ralph said tall and brave. The boy has a fever and he needs an aspirin. I'm going to find him one. Oh, Ralph, his mother hid her face in her paws. Oh, Ralph, quavered Aunt Sissy. Remember your father. You can't carry an aspirin in your cheek pouches. It would poison you. How could you get one here? I'll find a way. Ralph Wait, was... his dad died? His, his dad died from po getting poisoned by a aspirin. I'll find a way. Ralph was outwardly steadfast in his determination, but inside he wondered how he could manage to get an aspirin into room 215, if he did find one. Roll it, perhaps. Ralph, stay here, pleaded his mother. You're too young. Let your Uncle Lester go. Well, now, let's talk this over, said Uncle Lester. I'm not too young, and I haven't a moment to lose. Ralph, who was really frightened by what he was about to do, also enjoyed the drama of the moment. Goodbye. I shall return before dawn. Ralph, promise me you'll be careful, pleaded his mother. Promise me you won't climb into suitcases like your Aunt Adrini. Ralph's Aunt Adrini, who liked nice things, had climbed into a suitcase to examine a nylon stocking. Someone had closed the suitcase and Aunt Adrini had never been seen again. It was hoped she had been carried away to a life of luxury. Promise me, Ralph, cried his mother but her son was already on his way out the knothole. Ralph scurried across the carpet of room 215, flattened himself, and squeezed under the door. Once out in the hall, his courage ebbed. That means, like, went away a little bit. The aspirin tablet seemed a very small thing to find in such a vast place. It would be much easier to find the motorcycle. No, thought Ralph, I must not even think about the motorcycle. Ralph began to feel pretty small himself, much smaller than he had felt during his show of bravery back in the house nest. Mouse nest. Down in the lobby, a clock struck one. Anyone want to do a clock sound? Me. No, me. Ding dong. <laughs> I want to do okay. it. Ada, you do one. I was thinking... 
Bong. Uh, there was not a movement to lose, a moment to lose. He ran to the next room, squeezed under the door, and searched under the beds and dresser while the two guests slept soundly. All he found was a bobby pin. He skipped room 211 because his enemy, the little terrier, was still there, and ran on to room 209. A hurried search, frightening because of the loud and uneven snores that came from one of the beds, revealed nothing but a few pretzel crumbs, which Ralph did not have time to eat. On and on ran Ralph, down the hall, under doors, around, uh, around under beds and dressers. There was not a single aspirin tablet to be found. There was, not a sing there was not a single aspirin tablet to be found. In one of the rooms, he did see a penny that had rolled under a luggage rack and remembered his mother's wish to leave a tip for room service. But tonight he had no time for pennies. He must press on and find an aspirin. A small, a small doubt began to creep into Ralph's thoughts as he ran down the hall to the last room on the second floor. Maybe there was no aspirin. Maybe he was risking his life and the lives of his family for nothing. But Ralph pushed through this thought aside. He would not let himself become discouraged. If there was no, if there was no aspirin on the second floor, there had to be one someplace on the ground floor. Tonight, he was willing to brave the stairs to find it. He flattened himself and squeezed under the last door on the second floor. There was nothing under either of the beds, but the things Keith called dust mice. There was no sound but the rattle of the windows in the wind. Ralph started across the carpet towards the dresser. Ralph started across the carpet toward the dresser when suddenly a light from the bedside table blinded him. He stopped, rooted to the carpet by fear. Rooted to the carpet by fear, even though it was not likely that anyone was going to cut off his tail with a carving knife. He heard someone slip out of bed and utter a sound halfway between a squeal and a scream. Before Ralph knew what was happening, an ordinary drinking glass had been dropped down over him, and there he stood in a glass trap. Ada, what's that a picture of? A glass door. Well, it's not a door. Look at it again. Daddy, you said I could just... Alright, what is... It's a door. It's not a door. It's a door. It's not a door. You mean a jar? Yeah. No, it's not a jar either. Stop it. look at the picture. Yeah, come on over. It's a door. No, it's a... It's a... It's a cup. No, it's a door. Okay, I guess. What is it? Um, so there's a picture... Of the mouse and and there's a picture of a cup and the mouse is in the cup. Yeah, the mouse. What do you think it is? And, and um, there's a hand. Yeah. By by then his eyes were adjusted to the light and he found himself facing a pair of bare feet. Looking up, he saw that the feet belonged to a young woman in a pink nightgown. Mary Lou, wake up, she whispered to the young woman in the other bed. Look what I've caught. 